You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And on this podcast, we talk all about the hot wifing and cuckolding lifestyle with them, some of the uh, the interracial BBC aspect thrown in just for good measure. Um, what I have for you today, I'm actually down at Splash Mocha in Atlanta, and I have a very, very good friend of mine with me, a very in- integral person in the lifestyle, uh, Lupe of Micha and Lupe. Why don't you say what's up, brother? What up, what up? What up? Thanks for having me back. Absolutely, absolutely. Always a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure chopping it up with you. Um, We've been talking about this episode for a while, and my man is doing really big things with, with, with OnlyFans, and I, I admire his approach to it because he's approaching it like it's a business, you know, utilizing certain techniques and skills and everything like that. And so we wanted this episode to just be about giving people a little insight into what that OnlyFans world is like, what you can do to be better, what you know the potential is, how you can reach those goals, so on and so forth. And so, you know, just to kind of give the people an idea, how did, how did the whole OnlyFans thing get started for you guys? So for us personally, we had started off um, back in 2015, no, 2012, just posting regular clips and videos online. And then that led to us meeting of DFW Knight, mm-hmm. and he, great guy. He flew us out to, um, he flew us out to Las Vegas for AVN. We did a shoot house, and that was our first exposure to adult content as a production, mm-hmm. and uh, not just us filming ourselves having fun. Um, we got a mini vids, and over the next couple of years, we were making a couple of dollars here and there, posting little clips on mini vids, but right. it wasn't anything major. It wasn't until 2019 when um, OnlyFans kind of popped up on my radar. A friend of mine was like, hey, I'm making, you know, two grand a month on this site called OnlyFans, and you can post whatever you want, and they charge a subscription. Mm -hmm. So this was early, no, I'm sorry, late 2018. This was August, August 2018. Um, He told me about it, so we signed up January 2019. Mm -hmm. So when we... Signed up. It took me a couple months to really figure out what this was all about. Right. So we signed up. Um, we didn't do much. We didn't do much on it at all. But we started posting. Started posting. You know, just regular stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We had a, a low subscription, and, and that was it. That It was somebody told me about it, and then we, we moved into it from mini vids over into OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And, and that was it. Okay, so how would you describe, like, if you had to kind of summarize it? How would you describe what your only fit, what your OnlyFans is as of today? Um, today, our OnlyFans is just a glimpse into what we do mm-hmm. on a regular basis. So, right. um, we live the hot wife stag vixen lifestyle. It's something that we've been um, we've been a part of for probably I don't know. I want to say thirteen years. Um, so, we literally do our best to um, make sure that we showcase the true authenticity of our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, it's just based in us having our fun and our adventures. I try to showcase like 
you know, when we meet people, mm-hmm. um, I try to showcase, you know, obviously the sex part. I also really make sure that we give a part of ourselves on our OnlyFans. So it's not just sex all the time. Um, we try to make sure that everybody who comes to our page now has a has an all-inclusive feel and really gets to know us as people mm-hmm. and not just as a product. Right. You know, so if you were to subscribe to our OnlyFans, you would feel more like friends than you would like you just subscribe to a porn site. Right. So, so I, I know that um, you you started doing something where you like where you help people with with their own um, their own OnlyFans. What are some of the, I guess, the common mistakes that you see people making? Common mistakes or, or misconceptions that people have when it comes to, to OnlyFans? So the biggest mistake I see people make is thinking that they have to make a specific kind of content in order to have an OnlyFans. Or that they have to produce, you know, full out hardcore scenes every week, you know, or something like that. And that's not really the case. There's several ways to make money on OnlyFans, and every way doesn't have to be, you know, putting full-blown sex out. You Mm. know what I mean? Um, So I think that's the biggest mistake is people think that they they don't have enough content for OnlyFans or that their content is somehow not good enough to make money, when in reality, everything you do is content. Mm. So... I think that in in all essence, that's the biggest mistake. Just if you have content and it's good and you like it, there's going to be a couple hundred other people, a couple thousand people in the world that are going to like it too. Right. You know. So now I'm, I'd, I'd be curious to get your your take on something because I've I've said this to people, you know, ever since I became you know became aware of of, of OnlyFans and. <laughs> I hate I hate to use this this reference, but it's 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 my past. I I was around it, so obviously I'm aware of it. It was in our music and culture. Okay, when when people so, you know, when people so drugs, people so weight, they would cut it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying to make it to stretch it out, yeah. make it last longer. So when I look at people that have OnlyFans, the hardest content to get is the other person. You know the the couple thing. You know because that takes you reaching out and I'm reaching yes. out and finding time to get together. So what I would suggest to people is use that and, you know, have the videos of like her doing stuff by herself, whether it's masturbating, shower, yes. toys, whatever, and use that, you know, that, that hardcore content to cut it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like release like two or three clips with her doing something by herself and then drop one with her playing with somebody. And the reason why I say that is if you try to give people a steady diet, of you playing with somebody, I guess it almost con- conditions them to always want to see that. Yes. And then you wind up chasing it. Because now you're, now when you put out the solo video, they're like, oh, we want to see that. We want to see, yes. you know, so I'd be curious as somebody who's so experienced in this, what your thoughts on that, on that take would be. That's an, that's, that's really good. That's perfect. Your mindset is dead on from what I've seen. Right. So, you do condition your fans to get used to your content, but you also have to understand that people are looking for specific content. Mm-hmm. So there are some guys out there and girls that don't want to see whoever it is with anybody else. Mm-hmm. They only want to see them play solo so that they can fantasize that they're in a relationship with them or that they have some type of connection to them and that this person, although they see the likes, they don't internalize the fact that this person isn't theirs. You right. know what I mean? And then there's other people 
who live vicariously through us and they're like, listen, my wife would never do that or, you know, my wife is unattractive or my husband would never let me play with another man or I feel like my husband's not attractive enough for this or I'm not attractive. So everybody has their own issues and sometimes they come to your page to kind of like say, well, I can can watch them and kind of kind of get my rocks off by watching them, you know, per Mm -hmm. se, than me actually going out and doing it. You know, it's like watching somebody fly a plane versus actually getting in the plane and flying. Oh, that looks cool when they did that loop-de-loop, but I'm not trying to go do that loop-de-loop. So um, when it comes to content and and having content, solo content, if if your main base is solo content and you're changing up your toys, changing up your scenery, and you can maintain that, Mm -hmm. then, yeah, go for it. But I think that the main thing is maintenance. Do something that you can maintain. Right. So when you condition your fans for those, you know, specific pieces of content and you do chop it up and add in, okay, hey, you know, I do solos in the woods. I do solos on a plane. I do solos on a train. I do it anywhere. Then when you drop in a girl-girl scene or you drop in a couple swap or you drop in a blowjob, then people, oh, shit, they go crazy and they're willing to pay for that. Now, on the contrary for us, we started off as a hot wife couple. So mm-hmm. when we were promoting content, because you have to promote yourself. Um, a lot of people don't realize that OnlyFans does zero promotion for you. Mm-hmm. And Google, Yahoo, MSN, Bing, whatever you want to search on, will typically move adult content down when you're searching for it unless you've turned off all your safe search filters. Right. So you don't get any help from anybody. So you have to promote all your stuff. So whatever you're promoting and where you're promoting is also going to dictate what your fan base looks like. So if you're promoting on Twitter accounts, that have hundreds of thousands of followers, but their main subject matter is hot wife content, and you're a solo performer, you're going to get a lot of people who show up but don't stay. Mm-hmm. But now, on the contrary, you could be a hot wife and get promoted on a girl who does only solo content, and the same thing could happen, or they could come and stay because it's something different. Right. You know what I mean? It's all about how the consumer interacts with what you're putting out. Mm-hmm. So... To your case, yeah, you can make things stretch. You can definitely do that, especially in the beginning. In the yeah. agency, you know, you want to get your name out there, make people, you know, know who you are. So you're constantly posting yourself, doing things like that. But you have to decide what can I do for the next year. Mm-hmm. What kind of content can I successfully produce with the minimal amount of work for the next year? And if I can do that, if I can decide that, then that should be where you start with, you know. What kind of content I'm put out? The solo content I think is great. I think everybody should have solo content because you can make unlimited amounts yeah, of solo content. Yeah, you can make it whenever. <laughs> yeah, whenever. <laughs> it's up to you. How much work do you want to do? Yeah, all you need is privacy. <laughs> exactly, and sometimes you don't even need that. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I think it just really boils down to what can you maintain. If you can maintain solo content better than you can maintain couples content and things like that, then yeah, I definitely think that that'll work. But that, that's the biggest thing, maintenance and, and knowing you could continue to give that. Right. Once you get somebody there, they're going to want to keep seeing whatever you gave them to get them there. No, absolutely. Now, one of the other things that we talked about, and obviously it's a, a, a big concern that, that people have uh, when they get into this. And, you know, I know that I know a few, and I'm sure you have seen a few people over the years. We were talking about, like, privacy. Yeah. You know, how do you advise people or like you know keeping it keeping it keeping it a hundred like how do you approach that like dealing with the privacy aspect of it dta until you've hung out with them don't trust anybody till you hung out with them like a lot of what happens is um a lot of people get caught up with the communication online they, they the money will flash before you 
Um, we've had guys online and couples, hey, you know, we would love to meet you. We want to fly you out to our house. We want to, you know, bring you out to L.A., yada, yada, yada. And we're cool with that, but we're not going to send you our name, our full name, so you can book our, our, our plane ticket for us because we don't, we don't know you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's thinking like that that can save you a lot of headache later on. Right. And not that we're doing anything shady or we have anything to hide, but at the end of the day, like I said, I don't know you. And although we may want to have sex, we haven't built a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of times when you get into the content creator spaces and you're dealing with single guys and you're dealing with couples that are hundreds of miles away or may have, you know, a different interest in you than you have in them. And by that, I mean, um, once you start growing, some people are going to reach out to you just because you have numbers. Right. They have no interest in actually getting to know you as a person. They know that you have 3,000 subscribers and 200,000 followers. And for them, that's a bag. That's a check. Right. You know, so it's like you kind of learn to balance that, but always keep your personal life separate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that privacy will stay there if you can do that. You know, like... We post in our house, but we don't really ever post outside of our house. You know right. what I mean? Like, um, taking that little bit of time to make sure, hey, your license plate isn't in this picture if you're taking a picture, you know, a right. picture of this you're going to post on Twitter. You know, the little things like that can go a long way. Not to say that you can't ever get outed or people are never going to know who you really are, things like that. But if your privacy is really important to you and you have, you know, young kids who, if they found out, would, you know, devastate you or if, you know, your family found out. It right. would just it would fuck up your whole life. Then privacy is something you really want to consider and make sure that you take that shit super seriously because at the end of the day, you control that. Right. You control how much of you is out. You know, I do. I try to do my best when we meet a single guy, and I always let single guys know we don't record every interaction, but we do record the ones with the guys who are okay with it. Right. So when I talk to a guy and I say, "Hey, you know, you know, you're gonna you're fucking my wife." Are you okay with being recorded? Yeah. Do you mind if I show your face? Do you want me to blur it? And they're like, yeah, I want to bl- yeah, blur my face. I'm like, all right, cool. The next question is, am I going to post this content with their you know, face blurred even if they're okay with it? And then when they say, hey, can I get a copy of the content? I'm like, all right, cool. Just give me a day or so so I can blur her face. Right. And they're like, well, why, whoa, whoa, why are you blurring her face? Because like, it's not fair. Privacy from a privacy yeah. perspective, you now have a video of my wife. And your face is blurred, and you can post this wherever you want. Right. And my wife's face is now blasted wherever. It can be Pornhub, X video, X yeah. answer. So how about this? If you don't want your face in it, you don't want her face in it either. Yeah. You know, yeah. privacy. It's, yeah, it's only right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Keep that, keep that safety because obviously you have something that you're trying to protect. So let me help you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like looking at things from that perspective and from that angle. It's not like a shady angle, but more of a... Let me cross every T, dot every I, plug right. every hole, and then if something gets out, there's only so many places that it could have come from. Right. And you kind of it. minimize the the uh, the risk. Yeah. Let me your exposure. You know, so to speak. So, you know, you 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 see people coming into this, and they they, you know, they achieve different levels of success. Um, what would you say to somebody who's like who's wanting to start one? Like, hey, we've been seeing this OnlyFans thing around. My wife likes being on video. Like, like, what would you say to them to kind of get an idea of? Okay, are you just doing this recreationally? Like, 
hey, we just want to make a few dollars to pay for outfits for her to go on dates with, what have you, or, you know, all the way on the other side of the spectrum where we're, we're trying to leave our job and do this, you know, hit it hard for several years, stock up some money and retire kind of thing. Gotcha. So how would you advise people? What kind of advice would you give to people who are, you know, kicking around the idea about starting an OnlyFans? So in both of those cases, they would they already know what they want. So I don't have to advise too much. Um, I think my thing would be more so how much content do you want to put out over the course of the time that you're going to be here? Mm. You know what I mean? So if you've already come into the game and you're like, hey, look, we're only trying to get money for outfits and we're trying to go to swingers clubs and stuff yeah. like that. Like rec- like just Recreation. fun money. Yeah, fun money. Then the way you approach OnlyFans, you know what I mean, is going to be more of a, hey, I'm not showing my face. You know, I'm going to have my account, you know, be, you know, six bucks a month. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give you guys, you know, a couple posts a week, a couple pictures, a couple videos, you know, here and there, nothing hardcore and, and maintain that over the course of a few months and kind of develop that. You also have to think about how much money you make is a direct reflection of how much you promote. Mm-hmm. Now, some people get lucky and they have one post that goes viral. They get, you know, a thousand subscribers in one day. And next thing you know, they're making, you know, six grand. Right. That, that's that's you know lightning doesn't strike twice. Mm-hmm. So. That happens, but the average OnlyFans content creator is going to have to promote for several months before they start seeing money that's that's like that, or work with other content creators. So it's really it, depending on how much you want to make is how hard you want to promote. So decide how hard you want to promote, and then once you decide that, then that will dictate, okay, how much money we're making, mm-hmm. how big do we want to take it, how much of my face do I want to have out there. How many? How much do I? Re- how many of these messages do I want to respond to? How important is it to make these customs? You know what I mean? Right. Things like that then come into play because OnlyFans is a job. Mm-hmm. It, a lot of people look at it like, "Oh, you're just fucking for money, man." I'm like, "Okay, but you have to edit it. You have to watermark. You have to go get the videos that were stolen off your OnlyFans because people can rip your OnlyFans and take videos down on there." So I always recommend people in that privacy part put a get a logo. And stab that shit on your fucking videos. Everything you put out, put a logo on it. Why? Because when people go to take it down with your logo on it, your logo is a copyrighted logo. Mm-hmm. They got to take it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's how do you want to promote and how much do you want to promote and let that be the determination of how much you plan to make. Right. So if you can be on social media tweeting, on Reddit, you know, in different subs posting, and you can do that a couple hours a day, I used to only work two hours a day on our OnlyFans for a whole year. It was only two hours a day. That's all I could. That's all I could manage. Mm-hmm. Throughout my work day, I was a project manager working for a construction company. Right. I couldn't. I didn't have time to be on my phone all day. Right. Posting and shit. So when I got home, I would have that two hours. I would set up all my posts, and that was it. And that netted us a couple thousand dollars a month. At that time, we were making like twenty five hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. So and that was all for two hours, and that's two hours worth of work. So it, it could be done. It's just how much do you want to. Right. Let that that be the determining factor. If you're coming in like, hey, uh, okay, I'm going to do a little bit. And that's going to give me my, my shoes. I'm going to get some heels. Yeah. I'm going to do a lot. That's going to give me a car and a house. Right. So I, I, I want to give you an opportunity to kind of, I guess, uh, geek out a little bit as far as giving people an idea of just how technical this stuff is as far as whether you're talking about uh, ad tracking and 
you know, like, yeah. like kind of geek out for a second, like give, give people an idea of like the kind of stuff that you do on like a daily or weekly basis. That's not sexy at all to talk about <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. because it's got nothing to do with sex, but it, just to give people an idea of just how technical this stuff can be. So typically if we're not on the road, my week starts on Monday morning, mm-hmm. um, you know, early bird gets to warm, so I get up Monday morning, uh, I go play basketball at 6 a.m. By about 7.30, I'm home, and I'm on the computer. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I'm doing is I'm going through Reddit, I'm pulling up my Twitter, I'm going to FetLife, I'm going to all these different sites, and I'm and I'm getting my, my content, I'm seeing what's what's popular at the time, mm-hmm. and I'm getting my content together for the week. So I'm, I'm creating videos, I'm editing videos, I'm doing things of that nature, and that's 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 phase one of Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, phase two of Monday is scheduling my post for OnlyFans and making sure that I have all the edits done, all my watermarks are done, everything's you know clearest, and I start getting that stuff scheduled to be posted. Mm-hmm. Once those two things are done, and I've got you know I've got my analytics in the morning for you know what you know the best time to post on Reddit is. You know what's popular. Who who just retweeted us? Who can I find a video that I'm with that I can tag? You know what I mean? Things like that. And a lot of people don't think like that. Mm-hmm. Like we, I people say, why don't you drop certain videos at certain times? And I don't drop certain videos at certain times because I try to ride the wave of what's going on on Twitter, Snapchat, whatever. Mm-hmm. So when content creators are in their what I like to call their work modes, mm-hmm. they'll be posting religiously. It's a good time to post with them. Like. You don't have to post exactly what they're posting, but if you drop this episode, right, mm-hmm. and I see you drop this episode, and I got a picture with you, you know what I mean? When you drop the episode, in order for us both to maximize that, I should drop the picture at the same time you drop the episode. Right. And I should tag you. Why? Because that's more traffic that's going to be going to the episode. Right. You know what I mean? So it's looking at things like that in different social media places that gives you that, okay, that's the edge. All right, mm-hmm. that's where that's where I need to be. So that's first, and then for our website and for OnlyFans, we run ads on Traffic Junkie, Juicy Ads, and things like that. There's a whole analytics platform that comes with that. Right? How many views did you get? How much? How many impressions did you get? How much interaction did you get? How many clicks did you get? Was it worth it? What were you getting? What was the cost for each one of those clicks versus your budget? That's about lunchtime work. That's, <laughs> that's lunchtime. Um, by the time we get to dinner time, I've pretty much edited typically 10 to 12 one-minute clips that I'm going to use for promo, and I have them now you know, waiting in the wing, and I'll get them ready for Tuesday morning to have those you know, posted 6 a.m., 7 a.m., you know, 10 a.m., whatever each one of those videos needs to be or where they need to be, then I drop it there. Right. So it's a lot of, I don't want to say studying, but it is a lot of paying attention to what is what the current social media trend is mm-hmm. and then trying to fit into that trend to get the maximum views. Okay. So when people have the question of, okay, can I do this OnlyFans thing full time? Like, can this be a full time endeavor as far as time invested in it? versus money that can be made, your short answer would be... Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I think there's a place for everybody. There's somebody out there selling farts for $1,000 and charging a subscription. So you pay nine ninety nine to watch her fart, and then they're paying to have the fart sent to her. There's a, there's a young lady that's 
she eats weird things. Mm. She has, I think, 42,000 subscribers at five ninety nine, and all she does is eat weird things. You know, like, there's a place for everybody if you're willing to promote yourself. Right. If you're willing to go out and do just a little bit of legwork and be patient. And be patient. Mm-hmm. You got to be patient. And the reason you got to be patient is because you don't have, if you're not coming in the game with any subscribers or any followers and you're building your social media from scratch, it's going to take you about a year mm-hmm. to get to the point where you're bringing in probably five to six grand a month. I mean, it's, it could take you less time if you're hustling, but at two hours a day in the 25 accounts that I've worked with, when I told people work two hours a day, it's taken them about a year, six months to a year to get to that, to that number. And that's only two hours a day. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely worth it if you're willing to work. Right. You know, it, some people think you just make the videos and post them. But if you're making music and you're selling it and, you know, you're singing in an empty arena, no, nobody's hearing you. Right. So it, it's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> a little bit of work is worth it. So now uh, we talked before and I know that you have – you know, you you have other ways that you're involved in OnlyFans other than having your own site, like yeah. you know, for you and and and, and your wife. Kind of talk a little bit about that. Like, how, how what do you offer that could help people who are looking to grow their OnlyFans? So I was doing full time consulting with OnlyFans for like three months, and mm-hmm. like I said earlier, I think I had like twenty five clients at at the max. And we were charging about a thousand to two thousand dollars a month flat to maintain their social media, to post on all of their social medias and grow their social medias. So I have my own personal rule. It's the rule of one percent, mm-hmm. and that rule is one percent of all of your followers will spend money on will will, will click your ad. One percent of that one percent will spend money on you. Now that doesn't seem like a lot. But when you're talking about 1% of 150,000, mm-hmm. you're talking, you know what I'm saying, 1% of those numbers, that's a, that's a couple thousand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that couple thousand times whatever your subscription price is, is typically three to five grand. You know what I mean? So the goal is always to get people up, get their follower base up, to grow them. And we were, you know, that was our, our main fee. When it came to content, in that fee, we covered making sure that you had a watermark making sure that you knew how to put the watermark on your video. Mm-hmm. And if you needed to, we would post. I tried to stay away from, and we still try to stay away from this, completely running people's OnlyFans. Yeah. So it, this isn't an Airbnb maintenance thing. You know what I mean? People are like, hey, well, I'm just going to produce content and send it to you, and then you post it and do all that. The reason we got away from doing that is because there's a personality that comes with your OnlyFans, and I'm a strong believer that people don't buy products just because the products are shiny. They buy the products because they make you feel shiny. Mm-hmm. They make you feel better. And I can't relay your personality to your fans. Right. That's something that you have to do. So we didn't do any message responding. We didn't do anything like that. We literally drove traffic to your site with your content. So I would tell people, you know, hey, I need you to send me this many videos. If we need to watermark it, that's fine. We'll watermark it, and then we'll put them out. And we'll drive the traffic for you. So all you have to do is worry about maintaining that OnlyFans site. Mm-hmm. People loved it. The problem is I can't keep good staff on to help me. So I have too many clients to, right. to continue to do that. But that's, that's, 
that's that's what we offer now in a basic i I remember a conversation that that we had had before, and um didn't you weren't you at least looking to do something where you like acquired a space? We did we have a production studio now in Tampa mm-hmm. um it's called the coffee and liquor company um we will be opening at the end of April April thirtieth will be our doors will be opening. We have a podcast room, so anybody who comes to Tampa who has a podcast like yourself, right. you won't need to um, bring your equipment. You'll be able to just come, use the room, set up, right. ready to go. Um, we have a video production room um, that will be changing every quarter. So every four months, we'll change it out. Um, we're going to have a dungeon built in by the end of the year. Um, so we'll have a dungeon there for anybody to shoot content in a dungeon because there's not too many of them in Tampa. And we have a complete photo booth as well. So it's a full-on production studio from top to bottom. Uh, that's dope. Produce, that's dope. You know, any type of content that you want. So that's for people who say they're starting out and they don't necessarily want to shoot in their house or in a hotel. They want to kind of have, like, what kind of sets? You say you're going to be changing it out. So just kind of give people an idea when you say changing out. Like, what kind of sets do you have in mind? So we're going to do a a bar, a small bar. Mm-hmm. We'll have a, a wooden bar built out here in the next, like, um, three months, four months. We'll have a bar built out. It'll look like a bar. There'll right. be small tables in there, which I don't know how many people haven't had a fantasy of having sex in a bar. Right. But that'll definitely be an opportunity. Um, after that, towards uh, wintertime, we'll be changing it out to a gym. So we'll take the rip the whole bar out, and we'll have a gym scene put in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll have a bench in there. We'll have weights in there glass up on the wall and things right. like that nothing it won't be over it won't be a full gym you can work out in right just for the purpose of shooting exactly just for the purpose of shooting so that it'll give people an opportunity to create different content in different ways that you may not have necessarily been able to do on on a regular basis right and i think a lot of people are especially content creators now because you have this only fan space are looking for things like that because it's 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 a fantasy that we're selling mm-hmm. so i want to keep giving the opportunity to change these fantasies up so, you know, we're going to do a, a woods thing where it looks like the whole room will be engulfed in, like, fake grass and, like, trees that are made out of styrofoam and spray-painted brown and things. I have a set designer that's going to come in and do all of that. So it's that we're trying to give people a little piece of Hollywood that they right. can use, you know, like the Garden of Eden, per se. You know, like, if you want right. to shoot, you know, you don't want to shoot in the grass, but you want to shoot in the grass. You know, you can give people the opportunity to kind of let their fantasies become realities in a, in a, in a good space. No, that's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, it. It, it like I said, I've I've always admired the uh, the approach that you. I'm saying that you that you take to all this and 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 showing people what's possible. Yeah. You know, to um, I guess it it reminds me of that uh that scene from Ray. You know, where Dude was trying to you know do with school and Ray. Like if you know you think pennies, you get pennies. Yeah. You, you know you know what I'm saying, and that's you know seeing the way that you you know, approach this and, you know, watching you work and seeing how you handle your business and everything and knowing that you're more than willing to help people, you know. So that was one of the reasons why, you know, I wanted to talk about this because in our own community, we've seen how popular OnlyFans has gotten. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But there are a lot of people who are, they're just kind of flying by the seat of their pants, flying blind, in this and maybe they don't think that there's anywhere they can go to get the kind of help that they're looking for. Um, so that was a, a big reason why I wanted to do this was to be so that people could be like, okay, here's somebody that I can, you know, reach out to, Yeah, you know, and can, 
you know, point us in the right direction and, and help us work smarter, not harder. Exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? So that was a, 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 you know, a big thing. So hopefully, you know, through listening, people kind of get the idea that, okay, this dude knows what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? I need to reach out and set up something and talk to him. Because if we're going to do this, okay, how do we want to do this? Are we just, like I said, are we just trying to be small? Because like I said, I, you know, I know a lot of people that have OnlyFans. And you know me, I, I, you know, on my part, I have enough trouble editing sound, like, <laughs> like just audio. When you throw the video in it, man, my, I tip my hat to you guys. Because I know that <laughs> shit is a pain in the ass. It's funny you say that because I am the most simplistic editor. I try to shoot. And, and this is a a secret for me. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll tell the world this is the secret. I try to shoot everything from my perspective, but I try to shoot it so that I can edit it easier. So as I'm shooting, I'm thinking, how am I going to edit this next? Right. And that takes a lot of time. That's that's a that's a trade secret right there. Shoot everything how you want to edit it, and it'll make the it'll make it go by so much faster. But now, I guess to give people an idea, like when you say that, can you give like a, a oh, quick yeah. example? So, um. We're going to meet a single guy on a Friday night, right? Mm. I know we're going to meet this single guy. Um, my wife's got to get ready. I want to get some of her getting ready. I know that people love to see her putting on her makeup, us chatting before. So, you know, about an hour before we leave when she's, you know, doing all her makeup, I'll come sit down on the bed. I'm going to shoot that first. I, I don't use a lot of DSLR cameras unless it's necessary. I mm. use that to shoot. I use our iPhone. I shoot 4K, 1080. You know, that's about it. So I'll shoot that little piece right there. We're leaving, sequential order, we're headed out the door, we get in the car, I may shoot, you know, a shot of her walking to the car of her ass, you know what I mean? So I'm building a story as right. we go, and that's as the night progresses. Right. So I'm doing my best to not miss anything, so that when I go back to edit it, I can just pull everything out from the night in sequential order. Right. Like, bam, 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 all of these scenes are there. And it's not like I gotta go back, oh man, what about over here when you did this, or, you know, what about, okay, now I gotta switch this around, and, and, and the timing's off, No, nah, you... Try to shoot everything as it happens and then go back and take what you need from it. Right. Because it's better to have too much than not have enough. So you take as, as everything you need out of that whole interaction. And then by the end of the night, you have a full story. You have from the time she got out of the shower right. to the time she got back in the shower. You know what I mean? Right. And, and everything in between. And now you can go back in that sequential order and just chop out what you don't need. Take the fat off. Take the fat off. Right. Take the fat off. And that's a much easier way than saying, okay, hey, this person got here, they fucked, I shot them fucking, but now I need to go back and find a video from two months ago where she was getting ready and throw that in the front. Right. You know what I mean? And, and try to make a story out of a story that you already had and you just missed it. Yeah. So just having that little bit of due diligence ahead of time will make it super easy to edit on the back end. And, like, we, we don't do, we do our best to not do full productions. Mm-hmm. At all. Like, I do my best to keep it as amateur as possible and as simple as possible. Because at the end of the day, that's what our fans want. Right. They want to keep it 100. Yeah, they don't They don't want the, the big nah, they, budget. And yeah, people got to understand. Like, I, a lot of people start OnlyFans with the intention of becoming a, a professional. There's a reason people are OnlyFans. If they want a professional porn, it's there. Mm -hmm. They can go to Brazers. They can go to Black.com. The reason they're not on black.com, or maybe they are on black.com and want to see something different. Right. You know what I mean? So it's understanding that, you know, it's an amateur scene. So be amateur. Yeah. You know, don't, don't stress that shit. Yeah, don't, don't, don't lose that. Well, look, man, I, I knew this was going to be an, an informative uh, conversation. 
like I said, I, I, I hope that the people listening can, you know, kind of took some some of the nuggets that you were dropping. Um, so your own OnlyFans, how do people find you there? Um, so LupeAndMicha.com is our main website. Uh, if you just Google Lupe and Micha, we'll pop up our OnlyFans, our mini vids, the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. L U P E A N D M I C H A. If you Google it, you will find us. Right. And you can type that in. It's the same for OnlyFans, same for mini vids, YouTube. We try to keep it the same all the way through. The only place I think our tag is not Lupe and Micha is uh, Twitter. Okay. It's Lupe Micha. Right. Our very first Twitter account that we ever had got suspended. And I, I've never been able to figure out why. Okay. Okay. Well, look, man, I want to, you know, say thank you, you know what I'm saying, for coming on and, 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 and talking about this. Like I said, it's something that we've been talking about for a, a minute, so I'm glad that we were able to get it done. You know, I, I, I like the fact that, you know, we can give the people information, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and that, you know, like I said, we, we, we've seen it grow, especially during the pandemic. It, it exploded, and there are more people, you know, getting into it and, and one thing that I, I, I do want to address with you before I let you get out of here, and I, I've, I've had this conversation with people, and I'm just curious to get, to get your take on it. And that is when lifestyle people get into OnlyFans, and like you said, it's a job. Yeah. And there are some instances where the OnlyFans starts to supersede the the lifestyle. Yeah. And you start seeing people making decisions. For example, a couple may have, there may be two guys that she's interested in. You know, guy A, great guy, she has great chemistry with. You know, she really enjoys playing with him, but he's not willing to be filmed. And then you have guy B who... You know, she doesn't enjoy it as much. He's a cool dude. I mean, he's serviceable, you know, but he's willing to be filmed. And you have people who uh, would choose B because it's something that 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 leads to to content. And so I'm always curious because you guys seem to do a really good job at maintaining balance yeah. between. You know, yes, we have OnlyFans. Yes, I work my OnlyFans extremely hard, but we're also in the lifestyle and we do lifestyle things. Like, yeah. I don't have to always approach everything like it's a content shoot. Agree. So how do, you, how do you find that balance? What is it that helps you maintain it and what part of it causes you to, you know, to struggle with it the most? Um, so the best part about the lifestyle is you can have A and B if you do it the right way. Right. So when it comes to things like that, we learned very quickly that everybody's not okay with being filmed. And because of that, you know, some relationships will get pushed to the back burner because you're making money. So it's like, hey, um, I can go to work over here, you know, for for a hundred dollars. Right. Or I can go work a little harder over here for twenty five dollars. You know, it's like the $25 work may be more fun and it may be enjoyable, but the $100, I need that $100. You right. know what I mean? So we always have said when it when it's no longer fun, mm. we don't want to do it anymore. So making sure that it stays fun, I mean, I, I, I can't tell people how to make sure that their, their you know, relationship stays fun while doing this. I can say this. You're going to meet a lot of people. Mm. And 
if your only interest is to make money, you're not going to last long because the whole OnlyFans and lifestyle is all built on relationships. So if you can maintain a healthy relationship with the people that you care about the most, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and that should be the focal point to maintain that balance is keep those healthy and open relationships. Like, we have couples that literally have told us, we only do this for OnlyFans. Yeah, and, I've, and I've encountered a few of them. Yeah, and typically when we hear that, we, 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 don't, we don't stick around. Like, mm-hmm. we're, not, we're not here for just OnlyFans. We're here for relationships. We don't just... Like, yeah, we do go to L.A. and sometimes we'll meet, you know, porn stars and things like that. But that's under the context and pretext of that's what we're doing when we get there. This is a porn shoot. You know, Mm -hmm. we're here to shoot porn. And when I say shoot porn, we don't shoot professional porn, but we do the videography behind professional shoots. So running the cameras and things like that. Mm -hmm. So we'll meet people on that stage for that particular thing. But when we meet people in the swinger world, if they say they have an OnlyFans, that's a bonus. Right. But unless we met with the sole purpose of doing content, and we reached out and said, hey, you guys are hot. I think that we could collab and make something happen. Everything starts with the relationship. So if guy A is super cool and Misha's like, man, I I want guy A. Mm. Guy B isn't as cool, but he has, you know, 100,000 followers. Misha's going to be like, all right, listen, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go see guy A, and then... Guy B gonna get it later because that's that's content. Right. We we can we can schedule content whenever, but guy A is, is a little bit different, and that's more of a, a personal thing. Right. You know what I mean? So understanding that and maintaining that is 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 big. And what I found is the hustler in the relationship. So there's always right. you know, two people in the relationship. The hustler in the relationship typically will push harder for the content side because they they they're, they're in their mind they're hustling. That's that's the money. Right. Maybe you can fuck that guy later. But when it, it when you really have that good communication and, and you're both a couple, that hustler is going to be able to take a step back. Even if it's the wife, or and mostly it's the husband, but even if it's the right. wife that's there, she'll take a step back and be like, no, let me enjoy this. Because this, you know, this is what we got. This is our roots. And eventually, you're going to get burnout. Anybody who's doing OnlyFans full-time, I'll tell you, we get burnout. We do a really good job of, um, my wife does an excellent job of making sure that we maintain um, things that are 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 filling to our souls. We go kayaking, go hiking, do things like that um, to maintain that balance. But realistically, you know, I don't think I can say any better than that. Like, <laughs> just maintain that. Do your best to, like, maintain that. Like, just stay focused on the relationship part. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the big. That that's the best way to say it, man. Just stay focused on the relationships and that balance will be there because that's what it is. Like, for example, our relationship. Right. This we could talk about basketball. We talk about everything. You know what I'm saying? We call each other. It ain't every day, but we talk. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. maintain a relationship. You know, you fuck my wife. That ain't never been on OnlyFans. You know what I mean? Right. But because that's that's a relationship. You know, and that's the same thing with a lot of the guys that are here. We we have relationships with them. Not that we're in an intimate relationship. Where, you know, yeah. We're you know dating. But yo, what up, man? How's your team doing? You know what I mean? How's the kids doing? How's your son's basketball going right. on? How's your daughter's you know gym going on? There's a relationship there. So that relationship, I think. It's easier to to choose guy A when that relationship is there than versus if you walk in a room and you got two choices, money or not money, which one is the average person going to take? Right. You know, and that's just that's just human nature. You got to do what's best for your family. So if you build a relationship with guy A, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that guy walks into the room and says, you know, hey, look, I'm not just trying to smash. I'm trying to get to know you guys. Be cool. 
mm. guy A is going to win every time. Right. But if guy A comes in, he's like, yo, why you ain't choosing me? Because I ain't got an OnlyFans? Well, one, we don't know you. <laughs> and, yeah, that might be the case. Because if we don't know two people and we can make a buck off this dude versus, right. you know, a buck or no bucks off of you, and it's the same exact interaction, which one you going to choose? No, absolutely. I mean, that's just... That's just life. Yeah, you know it's just I mean? being real. <laughs> that's being real. But realistically, we 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 let our rate our relationships ma- help maintain our balances, though. Mm-hmm. We get a healthy relationship, and that's 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 the most important, man. That's what's up, man. I know you were going to give a, a a great answer to that question. I'm just glad I didn't didn't forget to ask it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man. With all that being said, man, I, you know, do you want to say anything in, in closing before I let you get out of here? Um, yeah. If you guys want, just reach out to me on Twitter or or email us at lupeandmicha at gmail dot com, and you know, I'll do my best to respond. Um, I'm horrible with names. And I'm horrible with texting back. My texts delete after 30 days because I get so many text messages. So mm. if you text me and I don't text you back or you get our email and I don't email you back, email me again. Okay? <laughs> Shit. Just leave a comment under something. Hey, I emailed you. You know, let just. Yeah, something to bring it, yeah, it on your. Yeah, bring it back. Because I, yeah, I get a lot of messages on this topic and I try to, my, I do my best to answer all of them. Mm. Um, but some slip through the cracks, and I've had people walk up to me at events and be like, you don't remember me? I'm like, oh, <laughs> um, I texted you like three weeks ago, and I asked you about this, and you never got back. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. You and two other, two, 20 other people. Right, right. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't get it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, but if, like, that's, that's my biggest thing. If, you, if you're trying to reach out to me, um, I'll respond. I will respond. So if you have a question you need answered, I'll respond. I'm not going to give you the whole Enchilada. Right. But I definitely will give you whatever tip I can give you to get you moving in the right direction. That's what's up, man. That's And that's very uh, generous of you to offer your time like that, man. So with that being said, you know, before I get out of here, I just want to thank, you know, I always want to give a shout out to my Patreon supporters. You know who you are. And, and without you, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you all. Uh, those of you who are not yet Patreon supporters, like I always say, maybe this will be the one to get you to say, hey, we want to we wanna support what that Michael C. guy is doing. We like what he's doing and everything. And, you know, I've, I've had the pleasure of running into, you know, some of my listeners here had a, a really interesting exchange uh, yesterday where a guy I knew was talking to somebody I go to say what's up to the guy I knew. He introduces me to the other guy, and he introduces me as Michael. And the guy heard me, and he was like, "Say that." He like leaned in, and was like, "Say that one more time." <laughs> and he was like, is, "Are you Michael C?" You know what I'm saying? And that's that's a cool ass feeling. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what I mean, that's a, that's that's a, a cool ass feeling to have somebody listen to you so much that just them overhearing you. It's like, oh, I I know that I know that voice. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's a, a really cool feeling and it's it's one of the things that that I enjoy, you know what I'm saying, about coming to an event like Splash is it gives me an opportunity to meet the people that I've been talking to, to meet the people yeah. that I've been you know, creating this content for and, and, and trying to help. Hey, I wanna tell you something, man. I do appreciate you having us on your podcast the first time because Good. I'm not gonna lie, same thing. Um, a lot of people say, hey, Lupe and Misha. I'm like, hey, what's up? They're like, I heard you on the Keys and Angulus podcast. I love you guys. Like, yeah. you guys are just like us. And I'm like, you know, that that podcast, that one podcast we did has netted us so many great people and great relationships. Mm-hmm. Just from the simple fact that their first introduction to us was through your podcast. 
they didn't they had never seen us do anything adult content wise. Right. The first thing they heard was us on your podcast. So they got an intimate relationship opening. Right. They, they got to see us raw and unedited right there, you know, for the first time. And I appreciate that, man. Uh, man, I'd like to have you guys on. It means a lot to be here, man. Watching watching the podcast grow from where it was, man, to you doing it, you know, full time and just killing the game, like yeah. I appreciate it, man. Well, look, I know you got you got stuff to do. We at Splash. So we yeah. got, you, you're here to do what people at Splash do. <laughs> about to be go time. You know what it is. You know, so uh, with that, I am your host, Michael C. This has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast, and I will see you when I see you. All right. Peace. Peace. <laughs>